0: All right, my own, I love the new digs, these are, this is gorgeous here, wow, and uh, more than you deserve, so, uh, well, first of all, the thing I love about communion, it says, uh, you know, we use the word remember, but the best rem- we remember the Lord's table, we remember, but the best remember is that he doesn't remember. Hebrews 8 says that the reason this covenant works is because he says, your unrighteousness and your lawless deeds, I will remember no more. So what we're doing, we're remembering, but we're celebrating that he doesn't remember. (laughs) I like that. And also the, well, uh, the passion. uh, I just want to share from going from passivity to passion. I just feel something so, so strong about God taking us to a higher level, higher dimension, and just to have this mode to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. You know, I was reading this last night. Um, I won't be very long, but it's very good. Uh, but um, Luke 16, we all know this scripture where, you know, the poor man Lazarus was sitting there and the rich man, anyway, the rich man ended up in hell and Lazarus was in Abraham's bosom and he says uh, he, he said he cried out this is 20 verse 24 Luke 16 he cried out father Abraham have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am tormented in this flame can you imagine how misery that be just one drop of water that's all I ask of course it couldn't happen and he said well there's a great chasm here and you know it's too late and your decisions have been made but notice this guy he's in hell Verse 27, he has no hope, he's in hell, but he still has compassion, which is amazing to me. He said, uh, verse 27, I beg you therefore, Father, that you would send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. Abraham said, they have Moses and the prophets, let him hear them. And he said, no, Father Abraham, if one goes to them from the dead, they will repent. But he said to them, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rise from the dead. Which says to me that God's, we don't have any excuses. We don't need God to do something additional. We need to access what we already have. You know, in America, there's a Bible, probably several Bibles, almost in every home. I think there's men out there, women too, that are probably more concerned about an oil change than they are about their eternal destiny. It's sad how the enemy has blinded the eyes of people. Someone said recently, and I love it, he said, you can, life is a gift, you can spend it any way you want. Only you only get one chance. People go through life and they spend every bit of it on themselves. At the end of their life, they have, you ever see a bumper sticker, he who dies with the most toys wins? <laughs> really ought to be, he who dies with the most toys still dies. And uh, But anyway, I just feel this deal about passion. It's not enough to be in church. It's not enough to read the Bible and pray. There's got to be something else. Because I think sometimes somebody says, well, I went to church. and I, I just want to say, so what? That You wasted your time unless something got engaged in you to what God was saying. You wasted your time. You know, churches, I always say, churches are great places to hide from God. It's a little harder to hide in one this size. But p- churches are a great place to hide from God. But it's not going to church. It's getting, it's getting in tune with God's agenda. It's saying, God, I want to be in sync with you. I want to, I want to hear what you're saying. You know, if you go to a doctor, <clears throat> you ever notice how he'll mess with you and embarrass you? And, and then at the end, he'll, just, he'll get his little pad and he'll write, you know, scribble something. No one can read except a pharmacist, but you just scribble something on there and he hands it to you. This is what you need. How dumb it would be to, to, after paying all that money and helping him pay his car payment that you, you would toss that in the wastebasket on the way out. But you have a responsibility to take that, go to the pharmacy and say, this is what he told me I need. Well, to me, the Holy Spirit is hes handing out these things constantly. and He's saying, no, this is what you need. This is what I'm putting my finger on. But there has to be something in us that says, okay, I'm going to be responsible and I'm going to apply this to my life. In 1 Timothy... Uh, th- this is so apropos here. First uh, Timothy chapter one. I never had seen this before, but in verse 18, he said, "This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning the, you, that you, by them you may wage the good warfare." So it's you know whether Timothy obviously had been prophesied to, he had been he had been uh, given encouragement. God's hand was on him, but there was a part that he had to do. He had to wage warfare. He had to he had to get violent in his faith. He had to he had to take a stand against the enemy. He had to say, Devil, you're not going to steal what God has promised to my life. There has to be something, because it's easy to be passive and just say, well, you know, Kesirah, okay, Sarah, whatever God wants. You'll go through life and end up nothing. Because there has to be something in us that 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 gets engaged and cooperates with the Holy Spirit. The next verse is so interesting. I'd never seen this before because he says After he says wage good warfare, he says, having faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected concerning the faith, have suffered shipwreck. I think that happens to a lot of people. They they get a little discouraged, they get and they shipwreck. When you shipwreck, I don't know what it but I know one thing, you're not floating anymore. You know, something went wrong. And so we have this exhortation from Scripture to fight the good warfare. Second Timothy chapter 4, Paul says. I have fought a good fight, not just a fight. He said, "I've fought a good fight. I've kept the faith. I've finished the race." Three things, and and I, and I think there, that should be our legacy for all of us. I, I didn't give up. I hung in there. Second, our First Timothy chapter four, fourteen. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with ne- laying on the hands of eldership. Then notice what he says. Meditate on these things. How many know that's a good thing to do? God has spoken to me. God has given me. Meditate on him. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. God wants us to have progress. Take heed to yourselves, to the doctrine. Continue them, for in so doing you will save both yourself and those who hear you. We live in a day of easy Christianity, seeker-sensitive living, where, you know, it's almost like we're trying to bring God down to our level to make us as comfortable as possible. Well, I don't think that's the mind of God at all. I think he's, he's saying, I'm going I'm to equip you. It's more like boot camp. Um, he says in 2 Timothy 2.20, he said, In a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and hay, some for honor, some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter dishonor, he will be a vessel for honor. So in other words, the responsibility is I have to do something. I have to change some ways. So I can be a vessel of honor. Philippians one six says, "For it is God which how many have heard that one? Before? For it is God which works in you to will and do His good pleasure." That's Philippians two, but anyway, Philippians one. Uh, he has what that's it. He who has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. So you know, to me that means God saying, "I'm determined. I like you, even though you have an odd shaped head. I love you." And I'm commit. God's saying, I'm committed to you. I'm committed to you. I'm going to continue working in you all the way to the end. So God's committed. But what are we? Are we committed? Because in Philippians 2.12, it says, but work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. He mentioned golf, which is a game will embarrass him. But, you know, a golf coach would say, you know, you, your drive good is good, but you need to work on your chipping. You need to work on your irons. You need to work on your putting. And I think the Holy Ghost comes along and says, "This part of your life is real good, but there's another part that that just it really needs some work." He's our coach. He's our life coach, and he he tells us. But the aggressiveness has to be in us. And uh, the, it, and, and I love the scripture in First Kings in eighteen. Well, you know, we all know about Elijah, but he said Elijah prayed. And that it wouldn't rain. Verse seven, chapter 17. And then in, in chapter uh, 18, verse one, 1, Kings 18, God says, get, go tell Ahab, get ready because I'm going to send rain upon the earth. He tells him, I'm going to send rain. Later in the chapter, Elijah is up on Mount Carmel praying for it to rain. Well, Why are you going to pray for it to rain if God's already said, I'm going to send rain? So in other words, we have to engage ourselves in, God, you said this. Now, I'm going to pray it back to you. I'm going to get in agreement with it. I'm not going to just, it's the same thing. Wage good warfare, you know, know, fight. You you know, the devil's not happy for you. (laughs) You ever get that feeling? (laughs) The devil doesn't like you. Uh, And the Bible says in Ephesians 6, and again, aggressiveness. Again, there's something on our part. He said, take up the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. The devil has no power over you. Jesus said, all power has been given to me. How much does that leave the devil? But the devil's a liar. And we have to aggressively say, take up the shield of faith and quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Because the enemy's going to take shots at you. He's going to lie to you. He's going to try to discourage you. But something has to be aggressive in us to say, no, I don't receive that. I don't accept that. I, I quench that. I cancel that. Glory to God. So, and then quickly here in Hebrews uh, I, I think there are just so many good places in Hebrews. Number one is in chapter two. Therefore, we must give more earnest heed to the things that we have heard, lest we drift away. That's a powerful verse, isn't it? Lest we drift away. Wow. And then to save time, just jump over to Hebrews chapter six, verse 10. For God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown toward his name, and that you've ministered to the saints and do minister and we desire that each of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end. Notice what he says, then, that you do not become, what, sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and promises inherit the kingdom of God. So, so, so we, can, we can drift away, we can become sluggish, we can unplug, we can withdraw, we can disengage, but the Holy Spirit said it's up to you. I like to say it this way, Jesus never said, if you, you know, you know, the Bible doesn't say if you come to Jesus, you'll be free. You know, hallelujah, praise God, I'm free. No, the Bible says, if you continue in my word, you'll be my disciples indeed, and then you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. It's not enough to say, well, I've accepted Christ, I prayed a prayer. No, that, but you're only a disciple if you continue in the word, letting it keep applied to you, and then. Let it be absorbed in you and respond. One thing I I just got to give this because, is it Heather? This scripture I hear for you, I just hear it so clear it just bugs me. I think it's Luke 12. Ask, seek, knock. You know what the imperative says? Ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking. Knock and keep on knocking. Because God's going to manifest things for you. But you're just to stay after it. I just keep that just bugging me. And I'm so glad I prayed for it because I feel better. Now, um, wow. Wow, that is so good. Oh, man. The other thing is to get aggressive, I believe, in our praise. The Bible says Psalm 119, 164, and I thought about reading the whole 119th Psalm this morning. But uh, but uh, no. But Psalm 119, verse 164 says, seven times a day, I will praise him. If you get up at six in the morning, go to bed at 10 at night, that's 14 hours. That means every two hours, you need to get aggressive and say, God, I'm going to thank you. I'm going to praise you for what you've done in my life. I understand something about praise and every day. You know, praise is something you go to church, you hum in the car. But praise is more than that. Praise is a weapon. Praise is an aggressive weapon to say, God, I'm acknowledging you. I'm thanking you for what you've promised me, for what you've said you're going to work out in my life. That's an aggressive. And another thing it does, it closes the door to the devil. Because sometimes somebody gets healed and then, you know, the little pain will come back. And some, if, you, if you don't have an attitude of praise, the enemy might get his foot in there. But you have to say, no, God, God, I praise you that you've healed this. I praise you that you don't lie. Even though the enemy's coming back and trying to sneak in and saying it's not going to happen, it's not going to come to us. No, God, I praise you. Praise keeps the door closed. I had a miracle the other day, four weeks ago, the pastor called me and he said, because during the service, the word came, three diabetics are present and they're all going to be healed. And he said the following Sunday, we had a woman get up and testify. And she said, I've been on 17 shots of insulin a day and I'm down to one. And I believe it's going to get down to zero, but from 17 to one, <laughs> that's cool. Because I think the Holy Spirit is very interested in doing things. But, but I, I believe that, that so many times the church has missed it because we have to get engaged with the Holy Ghost. We've got to get in communion. You know, it's not enough to say, well, God said it, I heard it, you know, or that was a nice sermon. You ever heard that one? Nice sermon, Pastor. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't a sermon. It was supposed to be a life-changing statement from God. I heard from God this morning. You might hear a sermon, but what so-and-so hears might be something different than what you hear, but it's the Holy Ghost who's saying, this is what you need. But there has to be something in us that responds. It's not enough to go to church, read the Bible, pray. That's not enough. That's not going to change anything. What's going to change if you're saying, Holy Ghost, I'm in with you. And Paul had to just kick Timothy's rear. He said, Timothy, now take the words of prophecy of your seat and use them as warfare. Timothy, don't neglect the gift of you. Timothy, you're given into fear. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. There's an exhortation there. The Bible says in Hebrews 10, 25, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves as a habit of some. But the next part we don't quote, but it says, but be exhorting one another. Yes, because so many times we, we can say, well, I go to church. And I, have I ever heard people say this? I just go out in nature and have my church. Church isn't about you getting anything. Church is about you giving what's in you. Church is your responsibility to go and help others be encouraged and exhort others. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Um, I had a... I'll stop here in a second, but I had this friend that was... Uh, oh, this has been six, seven months ago, but his son was had graduated from the Colorado Springs Air Force Academy, and the word of prophecy had come to his son. He He brought his... My friend has seven kids. He brought the one, he and his wife and some of the kids to the meeting. The word of prophecy came to his son, who had just finished military, getting ready to be a pilot. And so the word, the prophecy was to him, there will be no detours. Well, my friend's name is George, and he said, man, Steve missed it on that, because how could there be detours? He's already passed. He's gone through the whole thing. He's qualified, he's graduated, he's going to be a pilot. And he thought, he just said, well, that was, that was, you know, Steve's a nice guy, but he missed it, you know, that kind of thing. But what happened, a few weeks later, he started pilot training. Every time he'd get on a plane, he would vomit. He said, Dad, they're not going to let me in there. And, and my friend got real aggressive. He said, now, son, I guarantee you, you're going to be a pilot because God said there's going to be no more detours. And it went on for months. And he would call his dad, and he said, "Dad, I vomited seven times a day on the plane, and they're not going to let me be a pilot. They're going to give me one more chance." And finally, he said, "Son, I guarantee you, the Holy Ghost doesn't lie. He said it." And ultimately, he stopped vomiting, and and he's able because he's something about his equilibrium. You just you know lose it. I also was sharing how this friend of mine up and he's a little bit brain damaged, but he's no um, humor there. But um, the uh, but. Uh, he and I went out one night in his backyard. He had a bunch of stuff to burn. He, we started this bonfire. And he said, watch this. And he took a, a two-liter bottle of Coke, empty, and threw it in the fire. And that, that fire hit that plastic went went like that, just disappeared. He took another two-liter bottle of Coke and filled it up with water and stuck it in the same fire. And it wouldn't burn. It warped. It looked strange, but it wouldn't burn. It would not burn. And I thought, boy, that's a type of this. The Holy Ghost in you. It's going to keep you. The world goes through trials. They just they shrink up. But you you'll go through trials, but you won't burn because the Holy Ghost in you. (laughs) I like I just woke up this morning thinking about that. And that was just that that's just so cool. So anyway, God doesn't have confidence in me or in you. But he has a whole lot of confidence in the Holy Spirit that's in us. When he speaks to you prophetically, he's not talking to you. He knows your flesh. He knows you're a liar. But, he, but, he, but he's, his confidence is in the treasure in earthen vessels. Because we've all got flaws. We're all amiss as far as I'm concerned. We're all broken. But God doesn't care. Because it's not about us. It's about the Holy Spirit he put in us. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So anyway... I've said enough. But I don't know about you, but I just appreciate the Holy Spirit. I know I've told you this before, but it's an analogy God gave me, and I'm positive I shared it here before. But you know you go to the hardware store at Home Depot, Lowe's, you're gonna have a key made and the key the guy takes your key. The men that work there never have a personality. They just kind of walk over and they just so sort of walk over there. And he walks over to a carousel and he just, there's just hundreds and hundreds of keys. They all have one thing in common. They're shiny, they're pretty, but they're blank. And I believe when we accept Christ and we say, God, I know I'm yours, I'm going to heaven. I think that's a fact, but I think in God's eyes we're still a blank key. Trouble with blank keys, they don't open anything. You could just go in there and buy a key. Go try to put it in your car, put it in your house. It's not going to work. So what does he do? He takes the master key and he takes the blank key and he begins to grind in the blank key the same things that are in the master key. So what happens when you get saved? God being the master key begins to work on you. You know why? So your life will be able to open the doors for other people. Because what's use if you're saved? You can't help anybody. Peter and John, that's why they said to that man at the gate, beautiful, look at us. They didn't say look to Jesus. They didn't say look to our pastor. They didn't say come to our covered dish dinner. They said, look at us. The man looked. He thought he was going to get a donation. Peter said, like most Christians say, silver and gold, we have none. But such as we... Have. It's not what you know, it's what you have. What you know is information, what you have is revelation. That's worth writing down. What you know is information, what you have is revelation. I'm going to help you, I have something. So anyway, there's a lot to chew on there. And that was my introduction. No, um, I just exhort you this morning. To just get engaged, get hooked up, get, don't just be a Christian, but say, God, I want to be in tune, I want to be in rhythm, I want to be in sync, I want to hear. My own experience is every morning, the Holy Spirit has something to say to you. I mean this. I mean, if you'll wake up in the morning and just lay there a minute, usually arms don't move anyway. I mean, there's just body parts that have just, they're just checked out. But if you'll just say, Holy Spirit, talk to me. It's amazing how there'll be one thing that's coming right off the griddle of heaven from God himself. It's just there. And I think think the Holy Spirit has that. He has something to say to us all the time. Wonderful to start your day that way. Maybe just one sentence. I woke up this morning just thinking of that. Coke bottle and it's just it's such a life changing but it was from the Holy Spirit just like mm. that's good. hallelujah Peter said don't be surprised at the fiery ordeal you're being burned up but don't worry God has your best interest in mind you're not going to burn up because you got a lot of Holy Ghost inside you pretty cool stuff I just want to pray who has a bad knee because I feel like I'm supposed to pray for somebody's bad knee and you're going to be healed that's yours okay you have two or just one most people have two. One more than the other. We'll just pray about that. Anybody else have a bad knee or you've registered knee? Was that an injury? Surgery. And they didn't do very good? Or? But it's still sore. Okay. Okay, let's pray about that. We're, God's going to take care of you. I know he is so, When was your car accident? November. Do we need to pray about your driving? Or. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the, I was afraid to drive. You are afraid to drive, okay. Your first name is? Lord, we agree with Janet. Yes. We agree that her knee today is being healed by the master surgeon. We thank you for what medical science can do, but we thank you, Lord. You're going to make that knee free of soreness and just, just in good shape. God, we thank you for it. We thank you for it. Janet, you have a kind heart. I see such a kind heart, just a kind heart. And Lord, I thank you. These are days of discovery. God's going to let you discover more about him, about his hand on your life, and just about on a daily thing, what he wants to do with you. And I just feel to tell you, don't, don't think about months, weeks. Think about day. Lord, for today, what do you want me to do today? And that'll develop into something awesome. Hallelujah. That God is also giving strength in your back. I don't know if you have back pain, but I feel this strength going into your back. And we thank you, Holy Ghost, for that total healing, that wonderful healing. Janice back. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And God is good. God is good. And we just pray. Your first name is Gigi. And Lord, we thank you for Gigi. We bless her. We bless her for the healing she needs in both of her knees. God, we just bless her with that. We bless her with strength. We bless her with the power of the Holy Spirit. We ask you to put new parts in those knees. We ask you to remove the pain. We ask you to just give her fluid motion, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for it. Thank you, Jesus, for it. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Does anybody here have a, right close to me, have an uneven, that rhythm, where your heart gets out of rhythm, that kind of, do you know that kind of thing? We'll pray for Heather that way, and we do, we agree, and then, Lord, let it be the last time we have to pray for Heather. We just agree. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. We just agree for her healing complete. Thank you, Jesus. That, that won't bother her anymore. What were you saying about your, your mother? Is she here? Do you like her? Yeah. Okay. We. Uh, well, I love it, Mom. Yeah. I Good. She gives me a hard but I love her. She gives you a hard time, but you love her. <laughs> well, we ask. What's her name? Her name is Beth. Beth. Beverly. Beverly, 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 Beverly. Beverly. Okay. I thought you were speaking English, but it was just. uh, <laughs> yes. Lord, we agree for Beverly. And your name is. Ballette. Lord, we agree for Beverly that that you send your word and just settle her system. Just put everything in. Just, just heal that heart and heal that partner. And Lord, we thank you for let. We bless her today. We bless her. You're an encourager. You are an encourager. That's the way God has uses you, and you're a provoker. And God's going to privilege you to see more, to hear more, to just be uh, cognizant of what He's saying, doing. Uh, and I just see God just kind of opening. Like you'll look into the hearts of other people, and and you, you'll just more of the word of knowledge, word of wisdom, those kind of things, just really opening up for you. And each day you're going to feel like you're on assignment. You're going to feel like, hey, I'm under, I'm 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 following orders today. And uh, the you you started out with such tremendous zeal, and the enemy has tried to quench it, but the, these are days where it's like a, you're in a season of such restoration and. God will. He's so giving. I see him just giving to you. I see him blessing your finances. I see him blessing in just unusual ways. I literally see it's like God handing you money. I just see that. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Wow. Thank you. Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is amazing. (laughs) Oh, sweet Spirit of God, sweet Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Do you have any need we're supposed to pray about? You're, everything okay? Any need we're supposed to pray about? No. You're feeling good? degeneration. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. That's a, you, you forgot about that, huh? Oh. <laughs> oh, we, oh, we do. We, what's your first name? Howard. Howard. Lord, we all agree. We agree for Howard. We agree for the healing. We command these eyes to respond. We command these eyes to be strength. No more degeneration, but God's strength in these eyes. Let it be a testimony. Let it be a testimony that will affect a lot of people, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Jesus. Bless Howard today. Just bless him with peace and rest, oh God. Bless him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You both sleep okay? seems like one of you have trouble sleeping. Yeah, I do. You do. We just just accept that God's doing that. You You know, so many times you... I hate to keep praying for Heather, but you... uh, So many times it's like you feel like your apple cart's been turned over. But I just hear the Holy Spirit saying you haven't seen anything yet. (laughs) Hallelujah. God hasn't forgotten. God has not forgotten... Things he's going to bring about. So thank you, Lord. Lord, we pray for her roommate and we bless him in Jesus' name. (laughs) We thank you, Lord. Oh, God, we bless him. Lord, bless Jared today. We just thank you, God. You know, you're in a real good season in your life. I, I, I just I feel like you're responding. I feel in my spirit you're you're hearing the Lord more clearly than you ever have. I feel there's something so significant about this year, 2010, of God just bringing things about, bringing bringing things into place, uh, reconciling, getting order, getting priorities, just a whole lot of things God is doing. This is going to be a good year in your life. You're going to be able to say, this is a wonderful year. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God, just do it. Just do it quick. Hallelujah. I don't know why, I want, but I just feel God's pleased with your, with your posture toward him. Praise God. Oh, man. I can't remember your first name. is Steve. No wonder I couldn't remember. But <laughs> <laughs> really one <laughs> Which one is your wife? Amanda. Amanda. Okay. Good. Well, Lord, we bless Steve today. We bless him. And a man of both. But Lord, I thank you for Steve. I thank you, God, for the working power of the Holy Spirit. God, I thank you for their sweet spirit. I thank you for the spirit of understanding. One thing I feel, there's such grace upon you guys, just grace, just amazing grace. Grace. I feel like there's a I I feel these pages turning, that that God's just taken you into a new a new level, a new chapter, a new a new place. In Him, I feel you're to just ask with boldness, and just ask, 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 ask of God that that He that He would bring forth a uh, demonstration of His design, His plan for your lives. Just He would. I just feel God's going to just do that as you ask. He just going to. You're, you're going to see long-term goals. You're going to see what God has planned. Boy, are you going to see it. Hallelujah. 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 How many children do you guys have? Three. Three. Three Any favorites? No. <laughs> uh-huh. but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Would you like me to wake him up? Because I can. No, 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 thank you. Your first name again is. Amanda. Lord, we thank you for Amanda. Lord, we bless her today. We thank you, God for the work you're doing in her life and Steve's life. We bless them. Thank you Jesus. We bless them that they will have new experiences with you. Just new adventure. God, we thank you. I see God I see people giving you things. I see I see God just moving on people to be a blessing to you. Like the Egyptians gave their jewelry and everything to the Israelites and that you're going to have some similar experiences where God just He's going to provide, but he's going to do more than provide. He's going to go above and beyond. Hallelujah. 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 Which one is your husband? Um, his name is Steve, but he's, with children, so he's with the children. He's with the children? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, I could be wrong, but it seems like he's too old to be with children. But, uh, <clears throat> but uh, he's, a child. he's a child at heart. Our... Your first name again. Lord, we thank you for Danielle. Lord, we bless her life and we bless Steve's life Oh God. Lord, we just thank you that you're an ongoing God. And God that uh, it's funny, I can see you guys like you're walking through a desert and it seems like a dry place right now. But Lord, I thank you for the refreshing and I thank you that this season is ending and you feel like your faith has been tried on every place, on every plane. It's just like it's it's just like, what is going on? Just every area of our lives is being tested. But, but God is in charge. And this season's getting ready to end. We thank you, Lord, that they've hung in there and they're following you and they're in pursuit of you, O oh God. We bless them, O oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm, thank you Lord. Boy, I feel God's kindness toward you. Hallelujah. Man, God's kindness, 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 kindness. You know, you ever get that idea? God's just really a nice guy. He just, he really, I mean, we, we don't look at it that way, but he's, God's sweet. The Holy Spirit is sweet. He just, uh, can't remember your name, but. Sandra. Sandra. How many, do you have some grandchildren? Three boys. <laughs> oh, these are the ones. Yeah, this is my daughter-in-law, and that's my son, Steve. Okay. Anyway <laughs> all the all the kids are doing good though the, the all the boys doing good, good health and everything okay. Thank you Lord Lord. we bless our sister. we thank you today for just adding to her life in just major monumental ways, oh God and you know the the thing I hear is your future, that it's bright, that God's ahead of you that he's it seems like you've been in a void. It seems like you feel sometimes in a vacuum. But, but God has some plans, and it's like he's working. And I just would, I feel like God's going to let you take a peek. At what, it's like he's working in a back room just for you, but he's going to unveil uh, that, that your future is bright. He's got some plans for your future. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This sentence goes across my spirit. You won't be alone forever. Hallelujah! Isn't that strange? <laughs> hallelujah! Hallelujah! Glory to God. I want to just pray for my heavy-set sister here. Um, the uh, your first name, unit. M A T A. Maida. Lord, we thank you for Maida. We bless her today. We bless her today, God. We bless her. You know, one thing made I feel the Holy Spirit saying he's helped you get your feet on the ground. He's helped you get established, just like a tree gets planted and its roots get down deep. That's what's going on right now. Your roots are getting down deep in God and you're, 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 you're going to find your way more. You're going to find, the, you know, the Bible says, Psalm 37, the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. They're ordered of the Lord. They're ordered of the Lord. And, and God is going to so... Uh, direct your steps that you're going to know. And Holy Spirit, man, I can feel like he, he brushes up against you just like, almost like that angel wing. You just feel that, oh God, you're showing me, you're telling me, you're checking me, you're, you're leading me, you're guiding me. You're going to know his guidance. I feel like it's literally, you're going to feel him there with you so much that you won't miss it. You're not going to miss it. You're not going to miss it. Praise God on anything. But you're in the hand of God. You're being worked on. But God found a treasure when he found you. He did. Thank you, Jesus. Who's this? What's your name? Keandria. Keandria. Boy, what? Talk about beautiful hair. So I'm kind of partial hair. So just uh, <laughs> thank you, Lord. Lord, we ask you to bless her sister. How old are you? Uh, Twelve. Twelve. Well, Lord, we ask you to bless this precious child. Just bless her. Let her be a peace maker oh god let her just be a minister of joy lord let her be that one with a word in her mouth and just a a person in the right place at the right time and god just like you said to her mother that you would order her steps you would guide her in all her ways and god you would heal any wound she feels just heal any wound she feels any wound oh god just heal her so she feels completely there's a rejection thing there that God is healing. Oh, God. He's just healing some root of rejection. Oh, sweet Holy Spirit, we thank you. And you just pray that, Mita, You just pray that to God. Lord, let, let my little daughter be healed of all rejection. Fill, Lord, fill her now today with your presence. Fill her with such a knowing. Whew, amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Man, I appreciate the Lord. I don't know about you. You know, a lot of times when we pray for somebody to be healed, sometimes it happens instantly, sometimes it's gradually. Sometimes you have to just get a little mad, just say, know, God, you said it. You set the ball rolling, and let's let's see the let's see the rest of this. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Every time I see little children like that, I'm just so thankful. I don't have to help raise them and stuff. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Man. Mm. They are a blessing, though. I think God made them cute so you don't kill them. You know, that kind of thing. My, I had a grandmother, she said something once that, uh, she said, everything little is cute. <laughs> <laughs> you ever notice a kitten, how cute it is, then it grows up and it's the most self-centered thing you've ever seen? <laughs> a, thank you. What's your name again? Susan. Lord, we thank you for Susan. We bless her today. We bless her life. We just thank you. We thank you for the fruit of the Spirit. I just see this big bowl of fruit. I just see this amazing fruit. You are a branch that bears fruit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I, I just see you getting more results. I see what God is doing in you, God's doing in other people. And you, what I hear is you will fear nothing. You will fear nothing. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. And God doesn't just answer. Now this is, I want to tell you this. God is showing me to tell you this. He doesn't just answer prayer. He does exceedingly, abundantly, beyond all that you ask or think. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Your name is? Lord, I thank you for Carrie today. I bless her life. Lord, I bless her life. You've had some rough road. And Lord, I bless Carrie with a... With, with just a refreshing, just a refreshing, refreshing. And I see the Lord so giving you his mind, so giving you his thoughts, so making you know what you're to do on just even on a, on a daily basis. Just, oh, Lord, you're making me know. And I just see God's going to fill your life. He's going to fill every part of it, every piece of it, every corner of it with himself. So the day comes, someday when you go home, you say, you know, God filled everything. God, God gave me a fulfilled life. Hallelujah. Fulfilled. Now you, no, God doesn't lie. And he, the Holy Spirit, is going to fill every area of your life. So you agree with him. Hallelujah. I can't remember your name. Jessica. Lord, we thank you for Jessica. We bless her today. We bless her God, we bless her life. We bless her. Lord, we bless her with new beginnings. We bless her. This girl has a lot of fight in her. Boy, I feel this fight. Hallelujah. No devil sticking around. Her. Thank you, Lord. And we, we bless her. We thank you for her diligence. We thank you, Lord, for the way her heart has the heartbeat of God. It's in that that she's in sync and rhythm with God. We thank you, Lord, for Jessica. And I just feel a lot of influence on your life. I feel there, there's so much there that the way God's going to flow through you, Jessica. You're never to wear a title. You're never to wear a certain hat. You're to just say, "I'm a all I am is God's daughter, and I can be used any way He wants to use me." And and don't you know? Don't don't get in, men love titles. Don't even don't go there. Just just say, "I am who I am by the grace of God." John the Baptist said, "I'm a voice." That's a good title. I'm just a voice. I'm just a voice of one choir. Crying out in the wilderness. God's going to give you more. God's going to give you more to give. God's going to give you more uh, accuracy. God's going to give you more, put more words in your mouth. God, God's going to give you strategies. God's going to give you uh, solutions in situations that will help other people. You're just going to see things and it, it's going to, people are going to say, oh, how you blessed me. Because, but you'll just see it and it'll be given by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God! Can I pray for the other congregation back here, so, so these, uh <laughs> We got to get out of here. But uh, oh, we got a couple minutes. Whew, man! I feel the anointing. Goodness gracious! I feel that sometimes I just get woozy. Hallelujah! You gonna be there tonight? It's too. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing to say no. I don't. I think I'm gonna backslide. I'm gonna backslide. Whew, what I hear, the best is yet to come. I hear. I, I see you celebrating. I see you celebrating the Lord's presence. You know, like those people that threw the palm branches down saying, Hosanna. That's the way you are. You're a, you, you're, you're a person who prepares the way for other people. A lot of your actions, you don't even realize it, are a blessing, and they help other people. They encourage other people. It's not, and, and you're to be a human being, not a human doing. It's not what you do. It's who you are. And, and, the, the, the uh, again, I see, the, just like with Brother Jared, I see the Holy Spirit just really packing a lot in this year. This year will be a year of, I just see a lot of loose ends tied up. I see a lot of things coming together. I just see a year God bringing the right things to the surface and the wrong things disappearing. I just see a whole lot going on 2010. Praise God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Lord, I thank you today for Leanne. I bless her life. I bless her, God. I know a lot of people don't like her, but I like her, God, and I thank you. <clears throat> I thank you for her, and I thank you, Lord, that, that she's an arrow raised up by you to hit the mark, O oh God. And Lord, I thank you for your, your, the conviction she has and that, that, that. You know, I just see where you've been through fires and fires and more fires, but you came out better you've come out better not worse but better so lord i thank you and i don't know what you've been through but i see god putting your life back together i see i see things getting ship shape and lord i thank you that my sister hears you and walks with you What do I feel? The activity of the Holy Ghost. I just feel Him so putting things together. That's all. Oh man. Whatever God's doing is way more than I'm I'm expressing, but there's a the Holy Spirit is working. Can't remember your names. Help me. Candace. Candace. Lord, we thank you for Candace. Lord, we bless her today. We bless her with your strength. We bless her. You know, I see a lot of winds blowing. I see uh, that the, sometimes, the, you know, the storms come and the, it's like the, the trees will just sway like they're going to snap, but they don't because their roots are so deep. And, and I, uh, God sent you here. God sent you to be a part of the body of this, bo- this portion of the body of Christ. It was God's design. It was God's plan. And Lord, I thank you for Candace, and I thank you for making her a part of your plans. Thank you for making her a blessing. God's going to fulfill every desire, too. He's going to fulfill everyone. It's like I see God winking at you. Hallelujah. It's almost like He likes you. And, and uh, we thank you, Lord. Help me with your names. Mary. Mary. Lord, we thank you today for Mary. We bless her life. We bless her, O God. We bless her, O God. Lord, we just pour into Mary today. We just pour. We pour, we pour, we pour. We pour your grace and your goodness and your kindness. And we thank you for Mary. We thank you for her. We just ask you to fill her tank today and give her a double dose, O God. And and one thing, Mary, I hear, no more disappointments. I I hear the Holy Spirit saying that, no more disappointments. Mm And I just feel such quality beginning happening in your life. And I, I I, don't know why I want to say this, but I feel like you're to get up, when you get up in the morning, you're to really make sure you spend some time with the Lord. And God's going to address things, and God's going to give you things, and God's going to reveal things, and you're just to, to just have a listening ear. And the direction in your life is going to get more exciting, more wonderful, more... God's just getting ready to really enhance the direction. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Oh, what a beautiful head of hair here. We thank you, Lord. Which Cheryl? Your first, Cheryl. Cheryl. I didn't even get a chance to ask. But, so, but Cheryl, thank you, Lord. I anticipated. You anticipated. She's she's a she's a quick study here. You know she is. It's. A, Lord, we just bless Cheryl today. You know, you're so unique, and there's no one like you. There really isn't. And Lord, we thank you for Cheryl. We thank you, Lord, how she walks with you. I see that you're way too hard on yourself, and you beat up on yourself. I can see it, because I used to do the same thing. But Cheryl, the Holy Spirit is going to lead you. I can see the Lord like he has both hands, and he's walking backwards but he's, as he's leading you, but he's going to take complicated things and make them so simple for you. And he's going to lead your life. And I hear him saying that you, he will not allow you to miss what he has for you. Now, Lord, we just thank you for Cheryl today. And we bless her. We ask you to we ask you to give her. We ask you to give her God. Just a new perspective. And a new passion and a new desire, you know. What he's going to do for you, Cheryl, he's going to cause you to see the victory. Just like he told Joshua, see, I've already given you, Jericho. I've already given you. It's king. I've already given you. It's mighty men of valor. That's, but you've got to see it done because you're going to the other side. You're going to go in there. Just like they conquered Jericho, you're going in. Those walls are coming down. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But There's something that God's doing today. You're going to walk out here today and you're going to say, God has given me a whole new perspective on life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right. I usually don't do this, but I'm going to preach one more sermon. I'm kidding. Don't you appreciate it? Thanks. Hallelujah. I'm kidding.